This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's hard to believe, but football's almost back. The NFL preseason kicks off with the Hall of Fame game on August 1st, and soon we'll have regular season football and college football. That means it's time to make an account at the best online sports book known to man. That's right, I'm talking about my bookie. Sports betting is exploding in popularity. If you want to get in on the action with a trusted company that's been in business for years, my bookie is the place for you. With an easy, no-hassle mobile site, 24-7 customer service, and bets on every sport and prop imaginable, MyBookie provides a fun, safe betting experience. Maybe you think Drew Brees and the Saints get their revenge for the terrible blown call in last year's NFC Championship game. Or maybe you think Tom Brady and the Patriots won an unbelievable seventh Super Bowl. Why not make money when your prediction comes true? And if you deposit today, MyBookie will give you 50% deposit bonus. That's right, you put in $100, they give you $50. You put in $1,000, they give you $500. It's that easy. Football weekends are the best, but they're even more thrilling when every touchdown can win you more money. So go to MyBookie.ag and sign up today with promo code READY. At MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid. Boys, it's Jeremy W. Miller. Neal the rebound. Kevin Alley brings it up. Throws it across. Miller for three. Oh, he backed it in. He backed it in. And the game is tied. We're going to overtime. Over the rebound for his ninth. 18 points, nine rebounds, six oh. assists. Oh, 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 oh the chicken. Double time. Miles Turner. Yeah. Welcome to the NBA, my friend. Turner sets the screen. Oh, 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 no. oh right Don't let him throw it down like that. Victor on the deep throat. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Born Ready to Pod podcast. Welcome to the 50th, yes, I said the 50th episode of Born Ready to Pod. It's everything. It's Tyler Hansborough episode. Boys, congratulations. This is huge. Um, and guess what? We're going to celebrate by not talking a lot of basketball. Nope. So um, it's football season. Hawk, you were at Colts training camp. Um, like, how was it? Like, are we thinking Super Bowl? Like, what? what's up? I mean, yeah, Super Bowl. It's Super Bowl or bust, 100%. I got there right at 1 o'clock. You walk mm-hmm. in. There's a huge line. Um, you got to get the tickets online if you want to go. All the schedule's online. It's pretty cool place. I don't know if you've ever been to the, the Westfield Sports Complex. Yeah, I have. It's insane. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. freaking massive. And they do it such a good way. Like, all these baseball program traveling is going on, and dads are bringing their kids to Colts camp. It was packed. Right. And I got there right in front. I got right by the Tony Dungy impersonator, and I uh, just stood there and watched all the players come out and... Justin Houston is huge. Oh, yeah. He is a massive human. Uh, and just all the characters. Just seeing everyone out there, you get a oh. little excited and yeah. throwing the pigskin around. Luck through personal drills at the beginning, and they didn't do any scrimmage, which I don't care. Like just, It's first day camp. Like, yeah, yeah. I think that's pretty normal. I think Deion Kane looked really good. He looked healthy. He was fast as hell, running all over the place. And then the guy, like I said, EJ Speed, 
a guy that we mentioned Ballard was excited about. Uh, he looked amazing. So yeah. there's a lot of potential and a lot of talent on that field, and it's like more energy than years past at Colts yeah. camp because people actually expect – you know, at least the playoffs this year. Yeah, and I think the big thing for the Colts, and you guys definitely watch more Colts games than me, so, like, I I, I just kind of watch their roster. And I've, I've watched plenty of Colts games, obviously, being in Indiana, but, and so I'll defer to you. But it seemed like Ballard wanted to build the roster with great, uh, high-character guys, um, and he obviously hit last year with some crazy picks with Darius Leonard and Quentin Nelson. So they, like, set the basis for, like, such a strong, like, foundation. And then it seemed like this year a little bit, you mentioned a guy we I mentioned, like, really liking a couple of weeks ago, which was EJ Speed, a guy at linebacker who fell in the draft with some, uh, you know, some character concerns. But with a guy like Ballard, now they've set the foundation. So now it's like you bring those guys in, let's see if they make it. And if they do, this is awesome. And if not, like you just move on. So I think that I think the Colts are getting to that point where it is like, hey, like Super Bowl run. And mm-hmm. so as a fan, that's that's got to be pretty awesome for you. Yeah, and every player, I there's like we have no injuries right now going into camp. That's yeah, awesome. Like cross the fingers, hope yeah. to die. There's gonna be injuries. We were completely healthy right when that starting defense walked out there with like Desir, Kenny Moore. You see Darius Leonard in the middle. Justin Houston, Malik Hooker, you just get excited. Anthony Walker's out there, and you're just like, holy shit, this is a good defense for right. once. And we're actually deep, and it's just something to be excited about. We have a really tough schedule. Oh, dude. We yes. play the Chiefs early. We play the Chargers first game. I mean, we have a tough schedule, but yeah. I think it's going to be a fun season. Yeah, for sure. And I think one thing going forward this year, the big question mark I have is um, – you know, offensive-wise, I think obviously the offensive line is going to feel pretty good. I think the freaking receiving core is going to be stacked. I love Deion Kane, man, and we know Paris Campbell can ball. Funchess you know, was Funchess was aggressive today. Yeah. You could tell he he's the biggest presence in that wide yeah. receiving group. And T.Y. Hilton, I didn't mention T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. So you got speed. Caught a bomb earlier. You got big a big outside threat now in Funches, and obviously you got to feel comfortable with your tight ends. I think the one thing that you had to question a little bit is that running back position. So oh, yeah, for sure. um, I think Marlon Mack's a high upside guy. Um, but like, would you be interested in them going after a guy like Melvin Gordon or something? Like, if he's really going to hold out, would you be interested in something like that? You're probably going to have to trade like a, a pick and pay him. Not so, this year. Okay. I think like let's. Naheem Hines was a great scat back last year mm-hmm. as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Wilkins was okay in spots, kind of oh, yeah. struggled, but as a third, he'll be the third guy. So. Mac yeah. just needs to stay healthy. And Mac, and That's his biggest knock. During the playoffs and at the end of the season, I mean, he had like 100 yards in the first two playoff games yeah. for the Colts. Like, he was a beast. So, with that line, I think you can kind of disguise the running back. He almost yards exactly. missed yeah. several games. So, I think he's got a great upside, obviously, yeah. like we're saying. But we didn't go after Bell. You know, I thought he would have been a really good fit. But right. we're just going to sit on some money, I guess. Yeah. I guess we're just going to be, you know, a greedy greedy asshole Colts, which I love, and just sit on the money and pay the guys in the system. And as long as you're hitting on picks, you're able to do that. Yeah. I think that that's going to set up the Colts. Like, I hate the people – like, some of those people on Twitter – like, ba- I think Ballard made a couple mistakes in the offseason by not being aggressive on some players early on, which I mentioned that. Like, they didn't – they weren't aggressive on some of the guys I thought they could have been. Like a C.J. Mosley in that 3-4, you put him next to Darius Leonard, you're talking, like, studly. And you have the money to do that. Mm-hmm. And like, talking about Brad Wells' NFL. Yeah, like, I'm just – I'm saying – Call like, him by his name. So Bradwell's NFL and has been Colts blue. <laughs> yeah, they've been like super skeptical, skeptical of Ballard. But other than his free agent They're decisions, just attention yeah, I, I mean, I don't see how he be awesome. I mean, he's definitely yeah, building a concern. You got to feel great about this. But just from 
the way you know Ballard stepped in, he you kind of like felt like he had a year to play with, and then he just jumped in, guns blazing. Mm-hmm. And he's building it like the Kansas City model, where they're going to take some riskier guys later, and if they pay out, they pay out, and yep. you know keep the guys happy that are already there. And I love the model, and we're not going after free agents, but I mean, there's always next year. Right? It is what it is. So. I mean, I think defensively, um, probably the biggest question mark might be, you know, the pass rush just coming from mm-hmm. last year. But you got to feel pretty good with uh, Mr. Justin Houston coming to town. Houston, and some of the- Hunt, Jabal Sheard. We have guys that can get there. None of them are, like, pure dominant yeah. pass rushers. But we kind of do it by committee. And we send – I mean, Kenny Moore had a bunch of sacks last year. Yeah. So we sent a lot of corner blitzes as well. So It'll be it's going to be fun. I think, that, I think that might be what the pa- – or Pacers, sorry. I think that might be what the Indianapolis Colts are, like, saving money for. Like, if a stud – like, you know, there's an opportunity next year that Jadavian Clowney is, like, a free agent. Like, mm-hmm. he sits out the year, he could be a free agent. Like, break the bank. A guy that just gets to the quarterback, just pure nasty speed, agility. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that could be what the, uh, the Colts are, are saving up for. So oh, I just, just being out there today, I got excited. Yeah, I'm going to be back. Absolutely. I'm going to be back. August 4th is a Sunday. I'm going with a buddy. And then I'm going to be back for the 14th, which is the yes. Browns-Colts joint yeah. practice. First That'll day be... of school, so I won't be there, but I hate it. I hate it. Now, if so if you want to go, if you walk in and you want to see, like, scrimmage, they do that on the first field when you walk in. Sure. And the other field, they do, like, the offensive drills. So it's, like, mixed up. But for that Browns, I'm going to just try to be right in the middle of that first bleachers because yeah. that's where all Dude, the scrimmages are. it's going to be down. awesome. It'll be fun. Yeah, so it's I'm excited. So, Chris, you've been uh, not not super talkative. What are your, some of your thoughts on the Colts roster? And maybe more specifically, how do you feel going into the season? Maybe expectations. 11 and 5. 11 and 5. 11 and 5. With the tough schedule, I'll bring it up right now. Yeah, let's go Division through Division champs. Let's go through it. Let's do a win-loss like every other podcast. In you know America what? Forget does. it. 12 and 4. Oh. And I'll give you my honest assessment, too, like as a innocent bystander. Okay, so first up, we start at the Chargers. We're at? At? LA. That's a loss. So I say loss. Okay, then we're, I believe, it says we're at the Titans. When? You got to feel good about that. I mean, we never, the lose, yeah, we never lose, lose the Titans. We never lose the Titans. Home against the Falcons. I like that. Two Tough one. game. Win. Um, home against the Raiders. I love that. Three win. And, and then we go on the road. Chiefs. That's Sunday night football. It's gonna be. That's gonna be tough. That'll be a fun game. Rematch. I think it's a loss. Yeah. Three me a too. win. Okay. But y'all take it. So then we're uh, back home against the Texans. Definitely win. depends on injuries, but I think that's probably a win. So I they always, that'll be a fun game. Those first, I have them at five and one. Those first Texans games every year are always fun because yes. we're always both really good teams. And then next we're at home against the Broncos. Love that win. And then we're away Steelers. That's Loss. always a tough. I, so I'm at I think I'm, I'm at, at six at, and two. I'm at five and three. And then we're back home against the Dolphins. Win. You gotta love that. Jesus. Back home against three. the Jags after that. Seven win. and three. On the road in Houston. Uh, that's going to be a tough game. I'll They're gonna win, win one of those. I feel like win. Yeah, I'm gonna go. They always seven. win in Houston. I'm gonna go seven and four. Right okay, now. and then on the road against the Titans, love it. Win. Uh, home against the Bucks, love it. Win. Home against the Saints, loss. That's gonna be tough. I probably have that as a loss too. Road against the Panthers, love it. Win. win. And then we're ending the season at on the road against the Jags. So I have them at eleven and five. I, and just I went, as a I non-fan, I went thirteen and three. three. Yeah. So there's a scenario like those late games. You don't know about Cam Newton, so you don't know if the Panthers are going to be like worth. Oh, I mean, th- you're one tweak away. Like you're yeah. one tweak away from Deshaun. So Watson that game doesn't scare me. Our uh, Steelers tough game. The both those uh, Houston games. You don't really know about the Jags. You think we're just going to steamroll them? 
But, I mean, they have a good D. You okay. don't really know what Foles is going to bring. They got a big D. So, we'll, I'll bring that up in my fantasy quarterback rankings list maybe oh, later. With a potential okay. a flyer like on Nick Foles could like be potential. But it's going to be fun. We've talked about it. What about Browns? Any any Browns news you want to get yeah. off the chest? Uh, so, today has been like a crazy hectic day for me. So, um, I've been trying to catch up on like Twitter. And I'd be lying if I said that I'm as you know, plugged in as normal. Um, but from what I could tell, like I was super pumped seeing Baker out there throwing. Just I, uh, Miles Garrett, just freaking nasty man. I'm telling you, like yep. I, I would not be surprised if he won like Defensive Player of the Year. He's put on weight, and it's like good weight, like it's not bad weight whatsoever. And uh, I do think just in the limited stuff I've seen, which is like 20 to 25 minutes max, I do think the offensive line could be a bit of an issue. And I think that's something I wouldn't be shocked to see them like try to make a trade or like scrounge off the waiver wire. Uh, maybe go after a guy like Trent Williams, who still like has like two or three really good years left, but. The Redskins don't want to pay him, but the Browns have the cap space. Mm-hmm. So something just something like that, I definitely think is on the horizon because Miles Garrett, and of course he's one of the best pass rushers in the league, but he was just dude going through double teams, splitting, spinning. I mean, it was just craziness. So I do think offensively, like skill positions, I feel great. Defensively, it'll it'll come, it'll be a little bit rougher trying to get this new system in because of how uh, intense Greg Williams, Greg Williams was with blitzing, whereas. Uh, the, the new defensive coach Wilkes, who was the head coach at Arizona last year, with, at the Arizona Cardinals last year, um, he doesn't like the blitz nearly as much. So it's just going to be like a hit or miss thing. I think it's stupid. People are like saying like Super Bowl roster because I don't think that's the case. Just like I told you earlier, I thought the Colts are like a year away from like super like duper like Super Bowl contenders, or maybe even favorites if they can bring some of these young guys on. And I think that's kind of like how the Browns are. Like, you can't expect Baker Mayfield to throw, like, 45 touchdown passes. Like, it's just not realistic. No, but if he does. But if he does, I'm feeling pretty good. But I just think we all need to calm down. New co- a new coach in every f- position room, basically. And just first-year head coach, second-year, you know, there's going to be some issues the Browns have. But I think going forward, I'd feel more comfortable as a Colts fan just because, like, the pedigree. But – I think the Browns would be great. I, I I think the Browns would be great. I, I'm thinking like ten and six, something like that. Playoffs for sure. Not playoffs for sure, just because of the background of the Browns. But like, give me a guaranteed roster. playoff right now. I guarantee that they make the playoffs. Uh, let's go! That was so hard to get out of. Here. But dude, anybody listening to this, you can't. I mean, if you hear a guy say you're battling history, yeah, you're, you're battling, battling history. Like just like last year, like. So much shit had to happen to even win the first game. Mm-hmm. Like, we should have been 2-0 and going into the New York Jets. We found a way to lose. And so, uh, Chris just flew into the mic. That was really sexy. No, I blew into the uh, Remember when Miles scared. Garrett was labeled as too smart to play in the NFL? Yeah, Like, like a couple weeks yeah, before he got drafted. That was so crazy. <laughs> but it's just like, you, you have to overcome mental, like, shit mentally. Oh, and of course. So, the NFL season And, like, Colts don't grind. have to do that. Yeah. Colts don't have to do that. They have the pedigree. They so. do have Cloney Dungy. Cloney Dungy. Cloney Dungy. That guy's super nice, I will say. Mr. Yep. I think his name's something Bostic, but he's yep. super nice. Tony Dungy impersonator. Apparently, he's a teacher at Carmel. Okay. <laughs> so, you like, gotta love that. He's just a teacher, and he just dresses up like Tony Dungy, and everybody knows him, and he's taking pictures with everyone. So. Awesome. I mean, I might just start dressing up as somebody. Bajorn Warner. I'm, I'm going to start dressing up as Bajorn Warner. <laughs> you actually going you, to Cole Strenning. Yeah, I love that. Um, before we get started with fantasy football stuff, Let's address some Pacers news. Let's do it. Pacers signed Aaron Holiday's brother, Justin Holiday, to a one-year deal worth about $4 million last week. We haven't had time to discuss this yet. So, what are your guys' thoughts? 
what was the deal? It was just one year, right? One year full of 4.8. He's going to be 30 4 million starting next year. It. Yeah. It's a, I think it's a good fit. What love do you it. Think? I could love if I loved lies. it anymore, it would hurt. Yeah. Like I, we, we've been calling for Justin Holiday, and there's a lot of there. There's a lot of safety in bringing him in at the back end of the roster. Um, I I love it. I think he's defensively, he's great. He's a Holiday. He plays hard defensively, and uh, he can hit a jump shot, and he fits the second rotation perfectly, especially with. And he takes away minutes from McBuckets. Yeah, and he fits perfectly with Lamb going up as a starter to start the year. Like, I couldn't love it anymore unless it was, like, for less money. And who gives a shit because we have the money to spend anyway. That was We're tapped out, though. Yeah, now we're, we're done. After Jakar Sampson, we are done. Okay. So. And Jakar Sampson. Justin Holliday's nickname is The Fireman on Basketball Reference. I'm the, the Fireman. Did you see what Jakar Sampson's is? I, I saw that you made that move, but I don't know who that SpongeBob is. SpongeBob Sampson. That's his nickname. Yep. Now I literally I have not looked at any stats on Jakar Sampson. I <laughs> last year he played four games in the NBA. I've hold on. Okay. Guess how many points he averaged in the four games without point looking. one. Zero. Zero. Yeah. He averaged twenty points per game in four games. Oh Jesus! <laughs> but like Jakar Sampson, and I'm not looking at what Hawks looking at right now. I vividly, I think I vividly remember him like being a decent player, like on the maybe 76ers when they were terrible. Is that not He's right? Not saying much. So he had okay. So who would even play for? He played for Chicago. He played internationally last year, but he played like four games for the Bulls. And He's he, had points of 22, 18, 29, 11. This can't be right, can it? Yeah, absolutely. Like they didn't have anybody at the end. Okay, so this was just towards the end. Yeah, these are all April. Give games. me like, give me like two thousand score. Apparently. Give me like two thousand fourteen. Wasn't he on Seventy Sixers? I I thought he was like. Yeah, he was. Like he was Seventy Sixers. Yep, when they were like. God awful. He had a 13 point game one night and a 16. That's huge. Yeah, he's the man. Would you say he has a SpongeBob. better chance of scoring? Did we say 16 points out of Edmund Summer for the Astat? <laughs> like, who has a better chance of scoring 16? I, hope that was, I was hoping that would die. <laughs> That's no. <laughs> what does dead may never die? And then after that, it was found that two times last year he scored. A <laughs> no, there's no, I don't believe it. He scored 22 like, those in one numbers game, are and then he scored another game over 15. There's, I don't remember the 22 game. I looked it up and I found it. It was his career high. Ugh. That's disgusting. Jakar Sampson won't get more than 10 points in the base <laughs> Like, ask that. Will he get more than 10 minutes? Probably not. No. He'll never score 10 points. He'll never get 10 minutes. No okay, here's what I think we should say. Okay. I think you should say if Jakar Sampson ever scores over 10, like, I think it should be like a double or nothing. So, like, you want him to score over 10. If he scores over 10, it does, Sumner bets off. Sumner bets off. No, See, I can't. You no, can't he's going to score over like 30. And, and, <laughs> no, and. If it doesn't happen, you have to get... All right, Jakar's. if Carr Sampson scores 25 points next season, I Dude, don't... Dude, how's he going to do that? Well, we got to make it realistic, because he, he scored 22 for the Bulls last year. Here, just imagine him on your ass. <laughs> just get a Jakar Sampson tattoo. <laughs> Dude, honestly, I would, a Jakar Sampson tattoo would be way cooler to me than an Edmund Sumner tattoo. I think we need to put that up as a poll question. Would you rather Hawk have to get Jakar Sampson? He's probably here for like a year. You, will he, I mean, is he on Sumner. the roster 100%? Or is he like a Mad Ants guy? What do we? I don't know. He'll yeah. probably be cut. So this doesn't even matter. No. <laughs> I would rather see a, I'd rather see Jakar Sampson on your butt. See me too. I think he's got yeah, a he's got a better he's got a better face for an ass yeah. than Sumner does. He definitely has an ass. <laughs> right. 
All right, okay. that'll wrap that up. Coming up next, we're going to do fantasy football preview. Going to give you guys some rankings and some different types of picks. So we'll be right back after this. We're all shaking our stomachs right now. Egon from 20 yards deep. <laughs> the Colts touchdown song, that if you guys solid. weren't aware. Um, all right. Let's do it. Fantasy football talk. We're in a fantasy football league together, all three of us. We are. It's gone, uh, I think this is our eighth year going into it. That's so um, many years. We're almost at a decade of fantasy football. I'm at a two-time crazy. I don't think I've been in it the whole time. Did I? Yeah, you have the been in the beginning. I am a two-time runner-up and a lot like close to last. Place. I still remember that first draft in Evans Garage. Oh yeah, <laughs> we've come a long way. We started with a snake draft, yeah. went to uh, a restricted snake draft. Then yeah, we went auction. to auction, auction and now fun. we're in Dynasty. <laughs> and now we're in Dynasty. I was we're just like grown up. I was we're looking two today. Two QBs as well. Two QB league, too. I actually think Dynasty is a lot more fun. It is. It's like, way more fun. Doing the trades right now is a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. And we get to talk about it on a podcast now, like every other white guy in America. Yes. So like, what the <laughs> hell? It makes me feel great. I know. Okay, so, what do we got? What are we going to do here? Four main positions in fantasy football. Quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. Uh, we're going to start with the quarterbacks. What I want you guys to do is give me your list, uh, top ten, in your in your eyes, for each position. Except for tight end, we're going to do top five. Okay. So should we start at ten? Yeah. So like, build a little anticipation? I think ten all the way up. Yeah. So start at ten, go all the way up. Should we go ten, ten, nine, nine, or ten, ten, nine, ten, nine, nine, yeah. ten, ten, nine, nine. Okay. Whatever cool. floats your boat. I don't give a shit. Go ahead. Okay. You start That's though. beautiful. Okay, so for me, my number 10 will be... Did I kick you? No, I kicked myself. Go ahead. My number 10 will be Jared Goff. I think... uh, What the hell? Okay, uh, I think... Is that yours? He's on my team. Okay, so I think Jared Goff's top 10 quarterback. Um, I think he has a lot of uh, ability to... Live, yeah, live past that number you 10 overall ranking. Of course, I've tried to trade for him several times, actually. But um, I think he's got more upside than a guy like Duke Prescott, which is what I call him. And ESPN has Dak Prescott rated like three or four spots in front of him. But I truly think Jared <sighs> Goff um, – I think Jared Goff's going to have a big year. And even if he doesn't, like he's going to be that guy that – He's not going to have a bad year. Like, he can't have a bad year. So, like, in a a two-quarterback league like ours, like, it is essential to have a guy you can rely on. Week in, week out to get you 15 or 20. And I think that's Jared Goff. And he easily could be a top-five quarterback next year. It's empty. (sighs) All right, my number 10 is Russell Wilson. Mm. And he's one of those guys he's going to pop off weeks. And some weeks, just because of the weapons around him, he might in the line notoriously last year. Right. He's he's a great quarterback in the NFL. He's going to get you rushing yards, which isn't a huge amount. You want your quarterback throwing for you know, more t- traditionally for the bigger points. But Wilson for ten, and he's one of those guys. You're not you're not mad if you got him. You know you have to start him. That's that's my opinion. Yeah. So that leads perfectly into my number nine, which is Russell Wilson. There you go. And so um, I'm not going to hit on too much Walt Hawk in on, but I do think this year they have tried to upgrade their line play, which is obviously going to help Russell Wilson a ton. Um, and he's just another guy a lot like Jared Goff. He gets his points differently, obviously, with his legs, but, like, come on. He's going to get you, like, 15 to 20 points a week. 
It's nothing sexy, but you're not kicking it out of bed either. I mean, that, I mean, you need those guys. So I think number nine, Russell Wilson. Number nine for me is Jared Goff. Oh, oh switched him back awesome, awesome. Who'd you have at eleven? Just curious. Uh, I would have, I would have had Kyler Murray at eleven. Okay, I see. I had Jameis Winston just for potential in the offense. Yeah, and but that's Kyler Murray. Want that's Jameis Kyler Winston. Murray for me. I, I think he's going to be awesome. I could see Kyler Murray being a top ten guy at the end of the year, hundred percent. Okay, so eight for me is Baker Mayfield. Mm, okay. I think this is the year. I mean, last year he had what the rookie touchdown record. Yeah, you expect him to get at least 30-some touchdowns. Yeah. He's got Odell. He's got weapons. Kareem Hunt's going to be a weapon when he comes back, too, especially for receiving. So the weapons are there for, for Sir Baker. So um, this is kind of counterintuitive. So when Chris hears this, he's going to be like, what the hell? You wanted Jared Goff instead of Carson Wentz. But it's because um, Goff is just two years younger, so in a dynasty league it makes more sense. But my number eight for this year is Carson Wentz in that Philly offense. Um, big big thing for me here is going to be injuries. Like he could have an MVP season. Like he, uh, if you told me he was the MVP at the end of the year, I'd be like, okay. Like he has all the talent in the world, but he's a guy that I'm kind of knocking uh, just based on um, just injury history. And I think he could take a little dip in line play. Losing Jason Peters is big, and you never know when Lane Johnson's going to pop off for a suspension. So um, I think Carson Wentz has a little more potential than Russell Wilson and Jared Goff. So he is my number eight quarterback yeah i have him right off my top 10 top 11 list just because of the injuries like you said and you don't really know what to expect seven for me i'm going with philly philip rivers the the dad of many children just the old man that still slings it you know he's like the drew Brees of the league the tom brady's the eli mannings he's still there and i think he's from his career to where he is now i think he's been the most consistent in fantasy and i think he definitely Deserves a top ten ranking. Sweet, I, and, I, and he's a guy that um, he would be my number twelve. Yeah. But and I think this is important. Like this is more important than any other position. Like quarterbacks, like from basically on my list, from pretty much eight down to like eighteen. Like I think you could just be like, hey, yeah, dude, like he should be at number eight, and this guy should be at eighteen. Like I think that's it's that's pretty normal for me. Number seven is uh, going to be Matt Ryan. And it's going to be Matt Ryan for a couple reasons. I think I'm going to be lower on Ryan than a lot of other people. And that's cool. That's fine. Um, but Ryan is – he's eventually going to fall off a little bit. And I do think, again, they're trying to build that offensive line. Um, but I just don't have any trust in Steve Sarkeesian as the offensive coordinator. I think he sucks. I think uh, Julio um, – He's been dinged up, and Julio's like he. Julio Jones is my favorite player in the NFL. Like he has been forever, mm-hmm. and so um, I think obviously he has weapons. But Matt Ryan, I think, is going to take a little step back this year, just mostly just due to the offensive coordinator sucking. So that he is my seven. Okay, perfect. Uh, your number six. Then. My number six then will be um, it would be Baker Mayfield. Um, again, I'm a little higher on him just because I gotta be. He's I your think, guy. Yeah, he's my guy, and uh, you know ESPN has him at seven, so I'm at six. So it's not like crazy by any means, but he can like dude can just throw the football. I think he might be uh, other than Mahomes and maybe Rogers. I think he is the has the most gifted arm in terms of accuracy. Like he, that dude is accurate as shit. Like if you watch like some of the throws he made last year, like fitting it in a window that like I couldn't even stick my leg through, and I have like you know I have like the little like tiny legs. So like he was just like crazy intense, and I think you know they have a new head coach obviously at Freddie Kitchens, but they just like killed it when he started calling plays. So I think he him at six is relatively safe guy. That uh, again he has the ability to run a little bit too. I mean it's not like. Kyler Murray by any means, but he picks up some rushing yards and he's just going to be a stud this year. So I have him at six. 
Six for me is Deshaun Watson. Mm. He had an un- insane rookie year. He just balled out. And then last year he got off to that slow start. People were a little down on him. And then what? They won like nine games. Yes. And with they have a healthy receiving core, I've already mentioned to you personally, I like guys like Kiki Cootie. With Will Fuller's healthy, he's a deep threat. And that's always been the, the big question. And obviously you got Hopkins. And they got decent tight ends. So I think from a, a weapon standpoint, they're kind of like the Colts now. Right. You know, they're deep in that receiving core if they're healthy. And, you know, their big question is running back, really. I just yeah. don't think Lamar Miller is the answer. No, I don't either. So so for me, that's why Deshaun Watson makes it. And he can run. He's a dual threat. He doesn't run as much. But, you know, he's got he's got that in his arsenal as well. Gotcha. So five for me, Drew Brees. Okay. Um, another uh, high, obviously high upside guy. Uh, ESPN's projecting a little bit of a downfall, which is fair, dude. He has eventually got to fall off. But you think? I mean, but he's a lot like Brady, although, like, Brady's not on my list. He's going to throw five-yard passes to Kamara that go for, like, 50. Yeah, so, like, Drew Brees is still, like, crazy talented. In a dynasty league, he'd be a lot lower on my list, but we're talking one year for our Mm -hmm. normal fantasy football guys, so Drew Brees is my number five, and I don't even think, like, do you even have to say New Orleans has a great offense on on turf? I mean, whatever. Okay. My uh, number five is Matt Ryan, similar to what you said. You didn't mention Calvin Ridley. He was a guy yeah. last year that he really benefited from the double teams Julio got, and I think he's just going to get better. And there's another group that has two decent tight ends. So as far as weapons, he's set, former MVP. He's he's kind of like those guys who will have a down year, an up year, down year. I think this is a big year for him. So that's my uh, number five. Okay. Number four for me is a guy you hit on earlier, Deshaun Watson. Um, I think that's aggressive. I think four is super aggressive, but I do think he's talented. He can make plays with his feet. Um, Again, offensive line's major question mark, but he has some killer receivers, and he's got a very good offensive line, Bill O'Brien calling the plays. And so you've seen what happened when when he was able to have time in the pocket, and they became like a threat to win. And he has a great defense, so he can take some more chances. So I think Deshaun Watson, uh, number four overall, um, that's a big jump from last year, huge jump from last year, and uh, I, I do look for him to have a huge season. Number four for me, Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. He's going to get you 20 points just right. oh, just by starting the game. He's yeah. going to get it late some games because he loves those fourth quarters, but last year he was kind of disappointing. In our yeah. Dynasty League, he was my QB too, and he always got around 20 points, but he never had the big games. Yeah. You know, so. This year, I'm hoping you know he just he's one of those guys. I talk about Ryan's weapons, Deshaun's weapons. They don't have as many weapons as they used to. Absolutely not. So I mean, they got Devontae Adams, they got MVS. I mean, I love MVS though, man. They're okay, but like they just they're just not on the same level as some of these other quarterbacks. So Aaron Rodgers still good. He's not going to turn the ball over. He's I think he's a top five fantasy quarterback. Dot dot dot. Number three for me is Aaron Rodgers. Exact same thing you said. So I'm not going to waste anybody's time. I do think he will uh, take a step back from that number one number two ranking obviously because i'm for the three and uh there's some questions about like the play calling duties and whatnot so there there's a little smoke around him and he's just a very like different quarterback like his attitude's just completely different so uh interesting stuff so i have him at three two for me old andy luck i think last year the year coming off the injury i mean the only guy in front of him was patrick did Mahomes you talk about your number three did I talk about oh, Drew Brees? We already talked about. Okay, so did you three talk about Drew your Brees? three? Yeah, I did. Okay. Aaron Rodgers. So I just want to make sure you. Yeah, yeah. Drew Brees, Brees three. Okay, okay. Cool, we got cool, it. Cool. Two. Got I got excited. Okay. Andrew Luck, number two. Okay. He, last year, he he's another guy that got off to a slow start, but after a full year recovering, a full year, they're going to handle him really slowly mm-hmm. in this uh, these training camp, which I, I'm okay with because yeah. he knows how to do it. He's got good chemistry with Ty. He had great chemistry with Ebron. These weapons they've added is only going to help him. And that line, I mean, he went what like. 
like eight games last year without getting sacked, yeah. which is amazing. I love right. everything about that. So he's yeah. he's in the perfect system right now. Yeah, so my number, my number two is obviously Marcus Mariota. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. My number two is Andrew Luck. Exact same thing she said. Um, not a homer pick whatsoever. I, I do think Luck has great weapons. Uh, obviously, he has a great mind. He's very physically gifted. He's definitely come back. A lot stronger than I thought. I thought I kind of thought he could have been done. Like I really yeah. did. I thought he could have been done. There was that picture where he looked like a. Uh, I don't. I can't even really say what he looked like. He was so skinny. Remember <laughs> that picture that came out? That's like, the best part about every year I've gone to training camp. The first yeah. training camp I go to, and everyone's like, "Man, look, look skinny." Every year, the last four years, it's yeah. everyone has said that. Yeah. So, but anyways. I mean, he's a stud. He's number good. two overall for me in terms of my quarterbacks. And I'm guessing you have the same number one. Mahomes, easy, the MVP. Like, what are you supposed to even, say? Like, I mean, he's, the just, dude's he's running, he's gunning, and they just let him chuck it. Like How much did he go for in our Dynasty League last year? Not he, enough. Couldn't have been much. Not not enough. Less than like, what, which is like yeah. 15 bucks? No, I think somebody, we'd have to look, but I would say he's between 15 and 20. Like, uh, that's... I had nightmares last year. Like I could have got, fuck, I could have <laughs> yeah. got Patrick Mahomes in my dynasty. Like, you had luck and Aaron Rodgers as your two quarterbacks. Like chill out, bro. But still, like, like I, I was Mah- playing. You're set up in a dynasty. I had Mahomes. Duke, Proof, Scott, and like Baker Mayfield and like Lamar <laughs> Jackson, and like I was just scrounging for shit. So yeah, but anyways, I mean Mahomes last year in a two quarterback, he he won games for whoever had him. In the yeah, two no, you're right, hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, I think that concludes our list. Who's your? Where would you put luck, Chris, on the list? I think top three is fair. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Probably agree with you guys. Put him second. Okay. Who? Riveting. I'm tired. So tired. <laughs> Running back. Running back. Ten. I got Melvin Gordon. Okay. Holdout. He's he's guys. in the middle of a holdout, but he's he's one of those guys that he's going to get your points in the red zone too. So, so I think we're going to have like super different rankings because Melvin Gordon's definitely higher on my list. Uh, I just think I took into account. In count the holdout situation. My dream is that he doesn't play week one against the Colts. So that would be great. So my number 10 is going to be Todd Gurley. Okay. Um, obviously, like I could look like a complete. I have him at five. Yeah. So, yeah. so I could look like a complete idiot. But dude, he, if he's healthy, he's top five. If he's if we're buying into the injury hype that people are so saying about here, his knee, he's definitely maybe probably out of the top. Yeah. So here here is my thought with Todd Gurley, and I'll probably talk about Todd Gurley more than any other running back, honestly. So like Todd Gurley is obviously one of the best running backs in the league, but they signed him to that huge ass contract. They just drafted a stud rookie. So like they're not they're not taking this lightly. Like he could be in trouble, and so you already have arthritis in your knees. You're a young guy. You've already had knee problems. Like I just don't think he's as safe. I mean, you have him at five. Like talent wise, hell's yeah. Like yeah, you, you're could have been the MVP last yeah, year. Yeah, dude, a hundred percent. So like this is more just projecting that injury. Um, ESPN has him at eight, but I'm more of that ten, and I, I definitely would not feel super safe with him being my RB one. Like he's no. that guy. Like if you have him on your team, he's gonna go in the first round. Yeah, probably, in most you rounds. like if I if I were a guy that had him on my team in a keeper league, I would be looking to move him. Um, see if somebody would like take like Elliot or you know what I mean. Like try to trade like a one for one, even like a Christian McCaffrey. Like I think that's safer this year, and uh, that's just how I roll on that. So Todd Gurley ten. Right, nine, I got a guy I really like, Philip Lindsay, rookie last year. Ooh. He's a chip on his shoulder guy. And that offense, I mean, you got Joe Flacco and Drew Locke. I think they're going to be running the ball a lot more. And they have a decent line. I mean, their line's nothing great. But last year he was a 1,000-yard rusher as a rookie. He was kind of he came into camp last year. They didn't even think he was going to make the roster. And he yeah. just exploded on the scene. So I really like Philip Lindsay and the, uh, the chip on his shoulder. So um, I think – 
my number nine is going to be James Conner. Um, another guy who I'm just kind of nervous. I'm nervous about him because he obviously he's had some health issues that were just not his fault. Like he had cancer, all that stuff. But like there's been some rumblings that they could look to more like go like 70 30 with him, which is still like a shit ton of action. But like I want my running back, I want it to be like 90 10. Like I want that guy to be the stud. So if they're going 70 30, I just see him as a low end RB1, a stud RB. Like any of these top 10 guys are. Solid, other than, to me, Gurley. So um, I have James Conner at number nine, which is why ESPN has him ranked, but I definitely have a few guys behind him that will be jumping in. So. Okay, I got for number eight for me, I got Joe Mixon. And Joe Mixon, he could be a top five. Like, he's he's got all the potential. Young guy. Obviously him. likes to beat up chicks or whatever. Yeah. So, what, I mean. We won't even mention that. No, but, we know. won't. We'll, just, <laughs> but, we'll uh, actually beat that out later. Joey Mixon. He's in a bad offense. That's why he's not higher. So, Joe Mixon, what do you got? And even even their offense, their receivers are fine. Mixon's fine. It's all about Dalton. So, number eight is Joe Mixon. Yeah. Um, and just like you said, I think he is skill for skill. Like, if he was on Dallas, he'd be the best running back in the league. Like, yeah. I'm telling you. Like, he is a freak. And it's just like everyone knows it. And so, now they just – clog the box and so joe mixon to me uh number eight solid number eight i feel better about him at eight than i do at uh you know obviously todd Gurley at 10 like which is why i ranked him ahead but i just mean like he is might not have the name that Gurley does but he is so mixon's eight for you as well yes all right number seven christian mccaffrey he's a guy that's gonna get he might get more receiving yards than passing or rushing yards and in a ppr he's Super valuable. You don't know about Cam. He's going to be the center point of the offense. I mean, can you name three other position players on Carolina's offense? Uh, DJ Moore. Curtis Samuel, DJ Curtis Moore, Samuel. and they maybe Ian Thomas. He's That's what I'm saying. Like, like, he's, he's, definitely, he's, he's yeah. the shining turd amongst that group. Yeah. So he's, he's, the, he's the turd that needs polish yeah, the most. Yes. Exactly. So that's Christian McCaffrey. Right? Okay. So for me, and I believe this is number seven, I may be mistaken. This is Le'Veon Bell for me, and I know we're definitely, like I can see your list right now, so we are definitely like we're a little off. not on the same page on this. Um, but I think he's going to be okay. I just don't – like, I don't trust – I do trust him. I trust this guy. I, I mean, I trust their head coach. Um, and now I'm just thinking of his crazy eyes, and I can't remember his name. Uh, he was the head coach at Miami last year. Why can't I think of his name? Oh, you're talking about the Jets? Oh, yeah, Adam Gase. Gase. Okay, so I do trust Gase. I think he's a great play caller. But he mentioned the fact that he did not want Le'Veon Bell. Like, he did not want to spend money on running backs. So, like, that's going to make you a little nervous, and I think some of the names in front of him are just a little safer. Like, skill-wise, I don't know what I don't know what the fuck he's going to do. I don't know what the heck he's going to do. Um, but it just is what it is. So right, Six for me, James Conner, a guy you mentioned. Mm-hmm. He, last year he was a top ten running back, and you know, amongst all the drama and everything, he just kept going. He's he's a guy that can break it. He's a guy that can power. He's kind of a complete back in my eyes. Yep. You mentioned the workload. I don't know about all that, but I still think he's worth you know a top six in my life. Yeah, I mean, he's a stud. I, and, again, these could be you know, yeah. in and out. Like, we're talking dollar amounts yeah. like on uh, auction. So um, my number six is going to be David Johnson. I think uh, he's another guy that um, he's – Got a lot of talent. He's going to be in a more open system. I really think he's going to he's going to thrive with Kyler Murray, who's able to uh, you know kind of make the offense uh, spread out a little more. Defense, I'm sorry, make the defense spread out a little more. And David Johnson played in a system very similar to this in college, and he was a beast. So I have him at I think six. Yeah, uh, sure. I don't have David Johnson on this strictly that. because of last year. Yeah, but, it, you mean, know he's one of those guys. I, I might look like an idiot. Yeah. I, I thought about putting him above Gordon on my list, but yeah, I got you. It's tough. I got you. Five for me is Todd Gurley. He just 
list. He's on the borderline of my A plus backs. Okay. So all these guys I've mentioned are probably A's, and then Gurley could be an A plus healthy. If not, he's right off the list. Five for me. Cool. Uh, my five would be Melvin Gordon. I think he. Uh, there's a lot of questions. You mentioned the question marks with contract holdouts. I think he is very gifted. Um, and even if he plays, you know, let's say he plays 14 games, I mean, he's still going to give you RB1 numbers. So Melvin Gordon is definitely a guy that I think uh, could pop off and have a big season. And he needs to. Like, he's in a contract year. Like, you need to play. Like, you're not Lev Bell. Like, you haven't done this your whole career. Like, you need to play. That's why I thought it would be interesting to see him in a Colts uniform. Like, he would be a stud in that offense. But uh, so me, for me, Melvin Gordon at five. Who do you got four, then? Four, for me, is Alvin Kamara. Same. Um, yeah, we're, I think we're going to be somewhat These similar. are the A+. Plus. Either yes. This top four, I think, could be in any order. Right. And you would not be surprised. Right, except me, because I don't have Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Size, you know. So there's there's somebody, somebody that I like a little bit more. So, um, <clears throat> Alvin Kamara, just he can do it all, and you're in the Saints offense, and like... Just draft him. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't, what do you want me to say? Like, he's fast, he catches. He's, he's, he's he one of my holes. favorite players yeah. just because of how explosive. Yeah. Him and Mark Ingram were, were like, we're the perfect duo. Absolute superstar. And just him and just watching him get those little short passes and just busting. His speed is amazing. He didn't even start at Tennessee. Right. Which is amazing. It's just crazy, yes. So, th- four for me is Kamara, and then three for me is Ezekiel Elliott. He led the league in rushing, I think, two of the last three years. Yeah. Stud player. He catches a lot of balls out of the backfield. Him and these next two, two guys on my list are all yeah. very similar. So, my number three is Christian McCaffrey. You had it at seven. Um, you mentioned it. Like, they don't have a lot of playmakers, but they have a decent offensive line. They got Cam who can spread the defense out a little bit. And, or Will Greer. Uh, I mean, or Will Greer, yeah, whatever. And so, like, Christian McCaffrey is a dude that makes things happen. Like, he is a playmaker. And he can do it out of the backfield, catching the ball. He can he do throw it the tackles. Bit. He can throw it. I mean, he'll hold just, the extra point. Yeah, he'll do whatever the hell you need. But he might be able to kick it. I don't know. Can he get kicker points out of uh, running back? I don't know. But, Absolutely. Um, he's my number three. And I love him. So I obviously love him a lot more than you do, but that's it. Yeah, but like I said, these these top five specifically yeah, yeah, are hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, all these guys are good. Let's right, be honest. yeah, they are. Three for me, Ezekiel, like I said. And then two, Saquon Barkley. Mm, he's my two as well. Yeah. Who do you got one, then? I got Ezekiel Elliott. Okay, Elliot. I got Lev Bell. Yeah. So, so for me, I think Lev Bell. He's just going to handle the workload in New York, and I think Gates is going to use him just like he was used in Pittsburgh. And I, I don't think he's going to have a drop off. Right. So I think for me, it's Elliot, and I do think Saquon is the most talented running back in the oh, league. Oh, absolutely. But there are some major questions. Like I would just stack the box on him and say, Eli, absolutely. throw it twenty five yards. He's not going to be right. as as dominant, but he's still going to get a hundred yards. He's right. going to get you maybe twenty points a week if you're right. lucky. Right. So that's why I have Elliot as my number one running back. A guy that Dallas says they're going to pay. And so he's not even like holding out. He's just going to go and he's just going to play. And it's contract year. Like he's like he can make a shit ton of money off this year. So mm-hmm. I do. I just think the way they use him is unique. And as long as he like doesn't like hit a security guard or a chick or one of the coaches, like he should be uh, easily top three running back. No questions asked. Honorable mentions. I got Josh Jacobs just because the workload he has. He's a rookie. Couldn't mm-hmm. make my list. Marlon Mack for reasons we've said. And Damian Williams. It okay. seems whoever Kansas City has it running back, they're just going to explode on the scene. So. I love Josh Jacobs. I think he's going to be a beast. Uh, so you hit on him. I like Nick Chubb. I definitely mm-hmm. the first eight weeks of the season. He can do everything. And I think sneaky, a sneaky guy who's not like as highly rated, like Dalvin Cook is rated higher than this guy on the list. But I think on Johnson, Detroit, mm-hmm. he's shown the ability to just really pound the rock. He could be just a touchdown monster. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Next up, wide receiver. All right, receiver. 
just burning through these. Number ten for me, T.Y. Hilton. Ooh, he's a guy that's it. he's led the league in receiving yards in years past. He's going to get a lot of balls. He's going to have fluctuations. With there's going to be teams that match up well against Hilton, and he's not going to be able to have the big games. But if it's a game in Houston, he's going to get you 30 fantasy points. Um, he he doesn't make he could be higher on the list, but I mean this this wide receiving group is absolutely stacked. Oh my god! Yeah. So t- I couldn't keep Ty off my list. So Ty at ten. Okay. And I think num- that's a very reasonable pick. My number ten is Tyreek Hill, and I hate him as a human being, but I, I like I literally like despise him. Like no, the same the reason as a Browns fan. So I'm not just being like hypocritical. Like I hate that they signed Kareem Hunt. I I just I can't I can't stand it. Like I I'm hoping he gets eligible and they trade him somewhere that needs a running back. Like I don't want to. Support Support it, Tyree Kill. He's a stud. Sure, is he is he number ten? No, he should be higher. But I hate him as a human being, and like I'm just telling you, like I'm writing just, his name, even like you got like I hate even writing. His like name. I don't even want to look at his name. Like I'm looking at a list, and he's on it. So like number ten, Tyree. What Kill. was the incident he got into recently where he just escaped? He basically like some, the story goes, he like kids. broke his broke his kid's arm, but there's no video. So and then he basically told his wife or baby mama or something crazy that. Um, Basically, that she needed to fear him because, like, he's, you know. Yeah, that dude's a piece of shit, shit. but sometimes pieces of shit are good at football. Yeah, and that's it. And, like, I'm cool. Like, Tyreek Hill, my number 10. There we go. Sterling Shepard has a fractured thumb. Oh, the first injury of training camp. He's not, he's, on on my, he's not on my list. He's on my, he's on my team. But that's okay. He's like my wife's Number team. nine for me, Devontae Adams. Love it. He's obviously Rogers' top pick. He Always good, always consistent. I think he's worthy of a top ten ranking. So, for me, number nine, Antonio Brown. A guy that was uh, – he's a stud. Um, but Derek Carr has not been Roethlisberger, even late Ben Roethlisberger. No. And so I do think that there will be some questions about how that he'll be used – so, Antonio Brown, number nine, he's going to have to prove it in Oakland, where he's going to see a lot of double teams. Number eight, who you got? Uh, my number eight, then, would be Keenan Allen. So, I have Keenan Allen at eight. He's always got a problem with the injury histories. Um, so, I think he could be, it could be like a big deal if he, if he could play, be healthy. I think he has a good quarterback in Phillip Rivers, a solid quarterback. Uh, but Keenan Allen, for me, just doesn't have quite the upside of some of the guys that I'm going to be listing before him. Yeah, Keenan Allen is – he made just off my list. And who do you not have? Do you not have T.Y. Hilton on your top ten? I don't. He would have been my number 11. Okay, so there so, you go. Honestly. Number eight for me is DeAndre Hopkins. I was looking at a lot of projection lists, and they don't have him projected very high, and I was kind of surprised yeah, by that. interesting, because I'm going to have him really Hopkins high. Hopkins balls. <laughs> yes. So I, I, I don't know – like. Guys I have in front of them, obviously, Antonio Brown, all these kind of types of guys, they're all in the same tier. So, yes. it's, like we said, it's you. hard to rank. DeAndre Hopkins, he seems to, years past, killed the Colts in crucial yep. moments. Yes. And then we always get him back on the flip side. So, Sweet. DeAndre Hopkins. Love it. Um, so, I think I'm on number seven. Yeah, you're on seven. So, I'm on seven. This is where I'm going to slot in uh, Mike Evans. I just, like, a lot of, like – I love him. Like, I think he's awesome. But, like, Jameis is just so, like, up and down. And, like, Mike Evans is, like, the guy that he'll, like, miss him for, like, a wide-open touchdown. And then, like, in the fourth quarter, like, 20 seconds left, he throws, like, some crazy-ass pass that he Uh comes down with. So it's just, like, Mike Evans gets his points. I think he's – I think he's one of the top three or four, like, skilled, like, receivers in the NFL. Like, he runs every route. Yeah, he's Um, huge. And I love him. I have him in uh, in our Dynasty League. So, for me, You're welcome. Yes, I appreciate you. All right, number seven for me, Antonio Brown. Okay. I mean, this going into last year, he'd been my number one. He okay. slides a little bit because he's on a different team, not as effective. But I just remember I was at a game that we were playing, the Steelers at home, 
And it was one of those games where Big Ben had like 500 passing yards. Yeah. He, he did that in back-to-back years against right. us. And I just remember watching Antonio Brown effortlessly just destroy our team like yes. it wasn't. He didn't even look like he was trying, and he was yeah. catching unbelievable. Like just watching that guy live specifically and the things he does and how he, he's open on every play. So, right. now. I so I have to have Antonio Brown, and if he clicks with Derek Carr, he could be higher. Right. I love that. Number um, six for you. Number six for me is going to be Devontae Adams, who ESPN has number one overall. So, like, I'm a little confused. If you yeah. think he's the number one overall wide receiver, then Aaron Rodgers, you're saying he's number one because of the offense and Aaron Rodgers. Yet they have Aaron Rodgers ranked, like, three, which is still high. Like, I, But, like, what the hell, dude? Like, I think Aaron Rodgers is three, and I think Devontae Adams is six because he's not as skilled as some of these guys above him. He just plays in a great offense. He's super skilled. I would just rather have that super-duper upside of some of the guys I'm going to be talking about before. So. All right, number six for me, Tiger Kill. Piece of shit. Next, number five for you. Good. Uh, my number five, then, is going to be a guy by the name of Juju Smith-Schuster. Okay. Um, I think he's. I think he is a great route runner. I think he's going to be able to fill in for Antonio Brown. I don't think he's as skilled as Antonio Brown, but I think he's skilled enough to take a lot of Brown's production. So, number five, Juju on the beat, Smith-Schuster. Five for me, Mr. Mike Evans. He's oh. an absolute stud. Love it. Just huge, makes unbelievable catches. I think he's going to really benefit in Bruce Arians' offense. And there's a lot of there's a lot of pressure on Winston, obviously, right? They gave him that yeah. fifth year. Did they did they sign him to another deal? Or I is this his last think year? this is kind of it. Yeah. So like this is a make or break for him. Yep. Arians comes in. He has a proven history. Things didn't end well in Arizona, but he's a guy that could really benefit and have a monster year. Five for me. Love that. Four for you. Four for me is Odell Beckham Jr. Um, Same. Yeah. So like I think he could be number one. Yep. I think he could be. But I also I have to see it. Like I know there's off the field. I know I'm a Browns fan, but off the field does make you a little worried. And just like the fact that Baker does not like force the ball. Like he's not that guy that's going to force the ball to the best receiver. Like he will. Like he just spreads it. Like he's a spreader and shredder. So I, I think uh, Odell is going to have a big season. But I could see him being closer to eight or nine, and I could see him being one. Like I don't know, I I, I, I don't know. And Baker Mayfield couldn't tell you because he, like I said, he just spreads the ball around. He doesn't care if you're, you know, a slow white dude or Odell Beckham Jr. If you're open to get the ball. So four for me, also OBJ. Number three on my list is Michael Thomas, Ooh. the Ohio State legend. He's just a receiving machine. A PPR league, he's going to eat up. Yes, he's going to get ten receptions gotcha. like most weeks probably. Yes. He's an absolute stud. He doesn't get the monster yards after catch, but. He's solid. He's going to get touchdowns. I love Michael Thomas. Three. Michael Thomas yeah. for me as well. So, and just like you said, I'm not going to make listeners let's do it twice. Like, he's Alvin Kamara. You know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just put 20 in the box. And, like, it might go over a little bit. It might go under just a tad. But you can pretty much guarantee he's going to average 20 a week. Number two for me, Juju Smith-Schuster. Okay. I think he's the number one option for Ben, and okay. it's not oh, even yeah. close. 100%. Like, I, I think they're going to be looking for him in big moments. They're going to need to pass the ball around because Connor's so effective. And I think, I mean, Schuster's amazing. I mean, he, he kind of came out of nowhere because he came in the league at, what, 19? Yes. And so, what, he's just, he's 21, 22, yeah, and he's, he's still so he's young. Still good. He's yeah. got everything. He's got a, the brightest But now he can drink, though, so, like, that's true. That, maybe. That you? I don't know. <laughs> he's, <laughs> but he's been in the league for two years. You know, oh, he's, gotcha. he's got, he's professional. He knows he's been around these guys already. So, yes. two for me. Two, Mike, or sorry. Sorry, I really screwed that up. Two for me is Julio Jones. Uh, love him, favorite player. Go up and get it. He'll run any route. He's tough. Injury histories are going to keep him out of number one for me. Okay, number one for me is Julio Jones. Who's number two? Number two is Juju Smith. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Number I thought one, he was your three. I'm no, sorry. No, no, three was Michael Thomas. Number one, Julio Jones. 
I mean, you got to put respect on that man's yeah, name. I do. He didn't get the touchdowns last year. Calvin kind of took the beginning of the season touchdowns. He got on the board late. So he's not going to be a guy that's going to get you a, a lot of touchdowns probably. But I can see him having a bounce back here and having yeah. like 15 touchdowns. So, you just never know. So DeAndre Hopkins is my yeah. one. And like you said, dude, the dude is just like he a is, freak. He like he is just tough. Like he is nails. Like he just plays. And like he makes freak catches, he makes easy catches, he does a little bit of everything. I think they have a relatively easy schedule in terms of uh, cornerbacks. Like, yes, yeah, Jalen Ramsey and shit like that, but like DeAndre Hopkins. And I'm high on Watson, so it makes sense. Like, that's my guy. Uh, would you rather have him or Andre Johnson in their prime? If you're talking Texans legends. Probably Andre. You think so? Well, he, like he could take the top off the defense. DeAndre sure. Hopkins doesn't take the, like he will go up and make like long. Could you imagine them like together for like no, the year that they were? Dude, I yeah. It's just I think Andre Johnson might have been for like two or three, maybe even four years there, the most gifted receiver in the game, okay. even better than Calvin Johnson. Like, All right, guys that just missed my list. Adam Thielen, a guy that's led the league like almost I got a he's, he's Somehow he's a good player in the NFL. Yes. People always sleep on him, so i got to at least slide yeah. him in there. Calvin Ridley, I said, he's he's a, he's a machine. Keenan Allen, like you mentioned, and then A.J. Green. He's always going to be solid if when healthy. So Yeah, I'll give T.Y. Hilton a shout-out. Easily could be a top 10, so I'm not being a Colts hater, but he is getting older and he is a speed guy, so eventually he is going to go down. Yeah, he's 29. So, and I just hit the mic, so I apologize to everybody. Make sure I'm still talking. Am I good? 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Back to action. Um, and then I think Amari Cooper, like mm-hmm. beast. And then I, I'm going to reach down this bag here. I'm going to pull out this name. And I want everyone to remember that I'm pulling out this name. And I'm going to say that uh, – sorry, Chris Godwin. A yes. guy I really like could Amazing. be a top 10 guy at the end of the year because he's quick, he's explosive, and like you mentioned, Jameis has to have a freaking huge year. So yeah. that's a name I think could be interesting for guys to take a flyer on. There we go. Are we ready for tight ends? I think we're just going Only top five. five. Yeah. So. Yeah. Five for me. This is a tough list. I mean, I think one and two are already set in stone if you had to ask me. But for five for me, O.J. Howard. Just okay. for the mentions we said, he's on my flyer list. That list, that range, him, Evan Ingram, there's a couple other guys that would be just out of like my top four. It's kind of it's it's a crapshoot, you know. And OJ Howard came in with a lot of hype, hasn't really lived up to it, but he could be like an Eric Ebron type. So I'm looking at your list right now. So I will I will not say who my number six is, but your four is my six. So I hope I don't hurt you too much. But that's fine. Okay, I'm not so, gonna get upset. My number five is Evan Ingram, and I think he is. I think he's solid. Athletically gifted. He's athletically gifted, but the the quarterback makes you punch, especially with Sterling Shepard now possibly being out for a little bit. So he's going to be the number one target in that offense, other than Saquon. Like he's going to get the number one number one. Package in the in in the defensive passing game, so be interesting. We'll see what's up. All right, number four for me is Ebron, just because of the I think he had thirteen or fourteen touchdowns last year. Yes, I can see him doing that again. And the red zone, the, the crossing patterns they do. Reich loves the tight end position. Doyle kind of took second fiddle and then had an injury. And I think Ebron today he dropped a couple passes. That's always been his his big mark. And it's like the easiest. I'd be passes. worried if he wasn't dropping passes. Yeah. So so he's good for the big play though. So that's why I love Ebron. And I think for position wise and what he did last year, he's worth the top five. So I just got a text message. What the hell? Was that? Um, and this guy agrees with Hawk. He likes Ebron. No, I'm just kidding. I'm some random dude. So that sucks. Um, but we all make mistakes, which is. 
probably what I'm doing here by putting OJ the Juice Man Howard at four. Because, again, we're I'm mentioning all these Tampa Bay guys, and I hate James Winston. I think he sucks. <laughs> but guess what? Um, Somebody's got a score. Listen, if they had a quarterback, they would be dangerous. Mike Evans, OJ Howard, Chris Godwin. Like, like skill-wise, Ronald that Jones. is insane. <laughs> I like Ronald Jones, but, like... Yeah, he's kind of sucks. Yeah, it's kind of low-end. But, like, O.J. Howard, big. He can he does everything. Go across the middle. He's, like, a big, like, wheel route guy. Like, go up and get it. So, I love O.J., the Juice Man Howard. Three for you. Three for me. Easy Zacherts. Um, just, he's might be the safest. Like, I think he might be the I safest. I also have him at three. And, like, it's, like, 14 to 15. Four, sorry, 14 to 17 points every single week. Always looking like touchdown, seam guy. I really love him, and I like Carson Wentz, so it makes sense to have him with that high of three. Two for me, George Kittle, a guy I lost in a trade last year that forever haunts me. I don't know what I was <laughs> well, thinking about like, trading George That Kittle. was like a terrible trade for It was you. very bad. What, what was, was it? it? I can't remember, <laughs> t- but I got it was Christian like, Kirk and somebody, I think a tight end back, but just not worth it. No. No. That hurts. Yeah, it hurts. That but hurts. you know, George Kittle, he's gonna be a stud for many years and he's gonna he's gonna do good things on Evan's team. Love. So I'm happy for Evan. <laughs> George Kittle. Um he's my number two as well. And then we both have number one, Travis Kelsey, which makes a lot of sense because Patrick Mahomes is our number yep. one quarterback. So and he's a guy that just loves targets, love just it. loves red zone. So. And so I'm going to take this opportunity just to throw out David Njoku because again, if he's he was 23, he's 23, he's ripped, and he can block, he can run routes, um, and he's a guy. He's like the only guy last year that Baker would throw jump balls to, and like that is some serious stress with Baker because he doesn't just throw it up there for shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. And so I really think. David Njoku could be on this top five list next year at this time. Man, we talked a lot right there. We did. We just covered a lot of fantasy. So hopefully you guys win your fantasy leagues, but you probably won't because you You got some more fantasy questions here. Let's do it. Let's do it. Top rookies to draft. Uh, Kyler Murray, Josh Jacobs, uh, David Washington. No, no, no. David Montgomery. David Montgomery, Washington. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, to me, if I was just in a regular league, I would say my top three rookies would probably be number one, Josh Jacobs, number two, David Montgomery, and number three, Nikhil Harry. Yeah. Like, uh, that's, like, those three. I like Hollywood Brown, but I don't think he might not be a one-year guy with Lamar Jackson. Let me give you a name. Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson. And I think he, I know, I know he's a stud. And he probably will be the workhorse back for several, um, almost called them St. Louis Rams, Los Angeles Rams games, because I don't trust Gurley. Like, I think this There's dude, always a rookie running back, whether it's Kareem Hunt or Philip Lindsay. They just bust Alvin Kamara the year before yes. that. There's always a, nobody sees on the radar that just busts in. Another guy, Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary. Um, he play, he was a college athlete last year that played in, in Florida. I think he was maybe South Florida. I don't know. I've watched it, but I've done what a lot of What about Jake Butt? Jake Butt. Jake Butt. <laughs> um, he's the ass of a lot of jokes. Like, that's that's kind of how it goes. But, um, he sucks. And he would be like a Ben Simmons rookie. So, like, I don't know. There's just so many names to go through in terms of rookies. But Kyler Murray's a stud. If you're in a two-quarterback league, Kyler Murray's my perfect quarterback, too. A lot like Lamar Jackson. I view them very similarly because they could pop off for, like, 50 points yeah. just because of their running ability. Mm-hmm. So that's I view those two in the same thing. But Kyler Murray throws the ball better. That's it. All right. Sleeper picks. So think outside the box here. Oh. Some guys We've been throwing that, out some uh, sleepers. Some guy you mentioned, Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin. Let's go like one quarterback, and then let's go like quarterback, running back type deal, and we won't take forever. So if you don't get like a top five quarterback, most of the times they fall. 
So for me, I'm going to say Nick Foles is a sleeper. If you're sitting there yeah. and you you've missed out on the ten quarterbacks in front of you, and Nick Foles, I mean, let's he was a play, he was a play, an Alshon Jeffrey catch away from potentially going back to back Super Bowls and the clutch moments. Yes. I mean, Alshon Jeffrey, that ball went right through his freaking hands. <laughs> yeah, let's be. Could you honest. imagine trading for Alshon Jeffrey right now? No, I mean. Chris, well, did you make any trades today? I did. I'm just kidding. I know. Alshon Jeffrey, it was a good trade. Shuck, you suck if you're listening. So, Foles for me, quarterback. Asleep. For me, it would be Sam Darnold. And I think he could be a top-ten guy. I think he's super gifted. At the beginning of the process, that's who I wanted the Browns to take, and I think he's going to be a beast. And he's super young. Uh, he's got gaze-calling plays. Uh, could be super interesting. Love Bell. If they use him correctly, obviously it'd be a huge weapon as well. So my quarterback would be Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold's one of those guys I remember watching at USC and just being like, how the hell did he make that throw? Amazing throw. And then the next throw, he'd throw an interception. You know, yes. He's, he's an all or nothing guy. Yes. And uh, I like him as well. Running back for me, my number one, uh, my number one running back that would be a sleeper would be Daryl Henderson, who I previously mentioned. Currently ESPN has him as the number 34 ranked running back. I think it's way too low. But I will go outside the box here and say that Miles Sanders is another rookie at Bird just hit the window. So that's pretty cool. Um, but I will say that um, Miles Sanders, rookie out of Philadelphia, has a chance to be an RB1. He, he came in after Saquon Barkley. They did not have as good of an offensive line. He's not as talented. Uh, but he could be the RB1 in Philadelphia, which would have some significant value. Um, I'm just going to say Damian Williams just because of the stuff I said earlier about Kansas City. They always seem to have success with a running back. I think he's going to be the beneficiary. Yeah, beneficiary. Tough word. All right, wide receiver, sleeper. So this is a guy that I've been touting. Uh, MVS, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Green Bay, he's just like – he's an athletic freak, and he's like 6'6". He's he's like got that 6'6", long – you know, stick in your chick if you've ever heard that song. You ever heard that song? What's singing? Okay, I can't do it anymore. So I, I just kind of glossed over some very major cuss words. So he's got a he's got a six six frame. He goes up and gets it. Unlike Baker, like Aaron Rodgers just throws it up for shits and giggles, and MVS is a stud. So Marcus Feta Scantling, he's at number fifty three overall. I think it's way too low. A guy like Michael Gallup, I like as well. So I'll just throw his name out. Go. A uh, guy we didn't talk about much, I don't even know if he's a sleeper, but Tyler Boyd. He had an no, insane yeah. year opposite of A.J. Like Green here. last year. I just traded him away to Chris for uh, a deal back. So I, he was on my borderline of cutting guys on our Dynasty League, and I needed a tight end. So I got Ebron back. I think it was a decent trade. But Tyler Boyd, he's a guy that had a monster year last year, and I feel like he's still a little underrated. So as far as like a middle-round guy, I think that's a solid pick. So tight ends. And like tight ends, tight ends, it's man. really if you hard. One of those six guys, if you don't have, it's a crap. So shot. I would say, I would say David Njoku, but I already mentioned him, and I think Vance McDonald's rated a little too highly. So I'm going to dig down in my bag, and I'm going to go with rookie Noah Font, no Noah Font. Fant, or Noah Fant. I'm going to go with rookie Hawkins. So like, here's here's why I'm hurting. Here's why I'm hurting because like people pronounce these names differently. Like yesterday on ESPN, he was Noah Font. Like through the whole draft process, he was Noah Fant. I like Fant better. Let's call him Fant. Yeah, Fant's good. So Noah Fant, um, and he is an athletic freak, and I think Joe, Joe Flacco loves tight ends. So like you don't think that, Jake Butt will get any of those? Minutes? I think that he's going to get the butt end of the <laughs> of the receptions in that deal. So, and Jake Butt on ESPN's list is not available. Another guy I like Dallas Goddard though. Dallas Goddard's good. Uh, I'm just going to say one of the guys you said because I don't even know because I don't okay, care. That's cool. I mean, Greg that's Olson, cool. if he's healthy, he's a guy that's going to. What do you think about Jack Doyle? 
Jack Doyle, he's I ha- I might keep him on my team just oh, as a backup, but I, love him. I have Ebron, so that doesn't make any sense. But he's we a guy going into go. last year, he was higher on a lot of people's tight ends list just because people thought he was going to be the security blanket for Luck. He was going to be a bigger factor in the offense, and he just wasn't. So he just wasn't. Yeah. I just think he's a good he's a good blocking guy, and he's a good guy that's going to be open to see him, and that's about that. it for him. I love that. That's good. All right, last one. <sighs> Bus picks. Ooh. Oh shoot, this is tough. And I didn't do any research on this, so this is straight from the hit, cut to the chase. I'll tell him off. Devontae Freeman's been a bust for me in years past, yeah, so dude. I'm just going to throw Devontae Freeman. Whatever happened to uh, – who was their second running back there? Uh, Tevin Coleman. Or is he – did we resign him? I, I don't know. We should agent. have the inside track on that because our buddy dated is dating a girl that was <laughs> friends with, with Tevin. Tevin Coleman. Was he, is he like, on the Falcons or did they resign him? No, I think region. he – was it the San Francisco 49ers? He's on the 49ers. Sweet. That so, could be an underrated guy. I mean, he he was definitely a workhorse. number one bus guy is Todd Gurley, which is why I have him at 10. He's, he could be one and I look like an idiot, but to me, I'm staying away from Todd Gurley. Like – I'm going to go Devontae Freeman just because last year, and I'm stuck with him. And also, I would stick away from Demarius Thomas. I don't think he's going to be absolutely. But his name carries a little weight, but I I have him on my team, and I don't want him. So I think a guy that could see a downtick a little bit is Brandon Cooks, just because I think Cooper Cup is their best receiver, even though he's coming off an injury. And the way they spread the ball out, obviously I had Goff at 10, so I think it could just get a little like shaky in terms of I mean, of Robert Woods had big games. Oh, yeah. Robert Woods, Woods is a Give beast. me a quarterback bust. Oh, quarterback bust. Come uh, on. If you draft Mariota, you're an idiot. Jameis Winston's a popular I actually bust don't pick. hate Mariota. I, <laughs> I hate you. That's, he sucks. I know that stuff. So, obviously, a guy that I left off my list, I think – has has major bust potentials. Cam Newton. He's number six in ES, on ESPN's list. Oh, very like, much. What the heck? I mean, he's like one like turn angle away from like crying, and he doesn't throw the ball well. He throws it high. I mean, he's just I, I just I can't stand watching him. So like I guess like they have him top six because he can run, but he's not going to be my quarterback. The best thing about Cam Newton was week one when he, he threw for what like five hundred yards his first game. Yeah, and they said he'd never do that again, and then he did he it did the it next again. week. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. I thought that was the funniest yes, part. All the analysts, he'll never do this again. This was yeah. an anomaly. He did it the yeah, next, next week. week. I love that. What you got, Chris? That's all I got. Is that the whole podcast? We get it up. No, I think we, we got one more a, thing. Oh, we got one. Real quick, league. real quick, I want to say that uh, we discussed this doing a FanDuel league. Weekly FanDuel Let's League. Let's do it. You throw down a couple bucks each week for Born Ready to Pod FanDuel League, and just the winner takes the pot every week. And so then you we get up. half the money, right? I don't think that's how it no, works. We skim off the top. <laughs> FanDuel gets a, gets a good portion. but Yeah, what jerks. So, yeah. I think we should make uh, like a FanDuel. Let's call it Born Duel. And just born Ready to Duel? Born that's what that, that's why we pay you the big bucks, huh? Exactly. We just Born made just a multi million dollar idea. All right, that's gonna wrap that oh, up. Coming up, a new segment. Can't wait to hear Hop screaming the microphone for this one. Two's a number. And cut. That's going to go real well with the listeners. My head is like...
My ing's rear. Well, I got like my ears. My ears like, ringing out. I think I like busted my eardrum a couple weeks ago, so I had to press my ear up against the <laughs> just to make sure. Because last week when we were on with setting the pace, like you just literally, my ear was like I couldn't hear out of it for the rest of the night. <laughs> but I was literally uh, sitting next right to, next. To All right, leaks in the league. Ooh. Here we go. First topic: USA Today just released their power rankings, headed into NFL training camp in order from one to ten. Patriots, Chargers, Eagles, Chiefs, Saints, Vikings, Colts, Falcons, Bears, and Browns. Ugh. Most notably, they left the Rams off the top ten. <laughs> just terrible. And they were at just got they off. Uh, were at eleven. It's gone off. Who's in front of the Colts? Vikings at six. Disagree. Saints, Disagree. Chiefs, uh, yes. Eagles, Chiefs should be on. Chargers, Patriots. Listen. Mine would be Patriots, Chiefs. And then from there, I don't even know. Yeah, like you had to have Patriots first. Uh, the Browns should not be ranked ahead of the, the Rams. And I think I – like, the Vikings are way too freaking high on that list. Like, are no we going to get, like, are are we get upset about rankings right now? Let's I don't do want to. Let's get pissed. I don't want to, but, like, let's get how can you pissed. not have the Rams top ten? Like, that makes zero they were sense. In the, weren't they in the Super This was, was coming. That, 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 that was that last came from the same guy who predicted the Colts would go 2-14 and 14 last year. Okay, perfect. Well, I mean, he was on pace there for a while. He was feeling really good for a while. And he just came out with his win-loss projections and like everybody kept tagging old takes exposed and he, he responded and said I've been tagged in this like 900 times already because <laughs> I get tagged in this every year I love that so the guy's an idiot yeah, but, so. I mean we're here to just get mad about this yeah. the Colts should be higher the Chiefs should be higher yeah. what the hell's going on and the Rams should be on the top 10 even if that means you kick the Browns off and my beloved Browns but like Vikings no Eagles lower Chargers lower yep the Vikings must have like a favorable schedule, I'm guessing. A lot of people are high on them. Uh, All right, next up, speaking of the Chargers. Several NFL teams reported to camp on Wednesday, and most notably Chargers running back Melvin Gordon followed through on his threat to hold out of training camp for a new deal. Also, Melvin has unfollowed the Chargers on Instagram. What a tough love. I love that. So what are your thoughts? Do you think that they come up with a new deal, or do you see him sitting, kind of doing a Le'Veon Bell situation? The key to the holdout is unfollowing the team. Once you do yeah. that, they know you're serious. Yes. So I'm glad we have that out there. It's like Insta. It's like an Insta verification. Like. I think they. you have to pay him, don't you? No, nah, I trade him. You trade him? Yeah. I trade him. I trade him to a team like the I, – I think the Colts are a great fit, and I – Again, I keep saying the same shit over and over. I'm not a fan of the Colts. Like, I don't hate them, but I'm not a fan. I think Melvin Gordon would be great. Offer them, offer him a, offer them a second round pick right now. You think they're gonna pay him? I I don't know, but if they say first, just say okay, you're an idiot. But at the same time, I with Melvin Gordon, the Colts would be. I will never trade another first round pick for another running back. <laughs> okay, but Melvin Gordon absolutely has a track record. He can catch the ball like he's. But not Trent Richardson, he was an, he was he won the Heisman, didn't he? Yeah, and dude, he had almost a thousand he, yards. And he was playing behind. Don't you want Trent Richardson? No, I mean I, I thought it was a great deal at the time, but it's a terrible deal. Just I think Melbourne should be a cold. That's just me. I don't hate it. Okay, is that all we got on that? Uh, yeah. Or or San Francisco. Sorry, go. After ten seasons in the NFL, quarterback Mark Sanchez has retired from, oh. retired from the league. <laughs> Take college football analyst job at ESPN. Sanchez, most known for the butt fumble, helped lead the Jets to back-to-back AFC championships during the early part of his career. Good for Sanchez. Yeah. I mean, he's made a name. He's off of, he's, he's become he's a household name yeah. because of an ass fumble. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that is impressive. Yeah. He got this job strictly because of a butt fumble and strictly because he beat the Colts in an AFC game, which Correct. is... Was, uh, let's not talk about yeah, that. Yeah, let's not talk about it. But anyway. Yeah, love it. So he beat the Colts 
and uh, he which, wants to be the Patriots in divisional. Back, that was back-to-back years, and they made it to the championship game. Man. Yeah, which uh, I forget what I was going to say. Yeah. Mark Sanchez doesn't do it for me, yeah. really. I mean, which which network did he get hired by? ESPN? ESPN he's going to cool. do college football. Is he going to do game day? Like, I'm hoping, like, Pac-12. Like, that'd be great. Like, so I never have to see his guys. Yeah, that would be nice. Give me so. a second real quick. I'm going to quiz you guys. Okay, oh, it's going to be what teams Mark Sanchez played on, I'm guessing. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> is that what it is? Hold on. Don't ruin, don't steal my thunder Start here. thinking. Start thinking if it is. You don't know that's a question. <laughs> oh, God. The Jets, the Broncos. Jets, hold on. Broncos, Eagles. Yeah. Uh, I think Bears. I think he played for the Bears. Yeah, I think he might have played for the Bears too. Anyways, let's just. I don't, you don't know. Just, just tell us the question. All right. Yeah. What team did Mark Sanchez <laughs> play for? Is it four? Uh, there are one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh shit. Okay. Six. So Jets. And name them in order. Oh Jesus, Jets. Jets. I think Eagles. Eagles, correct. Broncos. 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 Was he in? You said. Yeah, I think we'll just Bears. Say the Bears. The Bears were one. So you got out of order. Okay. But was, Bears are one. Was Baltimore a team? No. No. So no, you got two left. No, 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 no. Give me a second. For some reason, I'm thinking. Think of the team you played for last year. I'm thinking Texans. No, but you. Uh, is he, is he in the AFC South? No, it was Dallas. Yep, Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. Okay. And then the other one, but that's out of order. There's somebody in the middle. There, no. He got it. It was the Cowboys in the middle. Oh, Cowboys were in the middle? Yeah. Now it's the last team he played for. Bears and then Arizona Cardinals. No. That was just a guess. I have no idea. Um, is it, It's West Coast? 49ers, Steelers, no, not Panthers. West Coast. East Coast. It's the East Falcons. Oh, is it Washington? Yes, it is. Thank there you. There we go. Easy. We got that down. Yeah. We only had to guess like half the <laughs> All right. Jaguars cornerback Jalen Ramsey Ramsey showed up to training camp in a breeze truck and a very loud man shouting out of a megaphone, insinuating that he is expecting to get paid a ton of money. Did you see this video? Yeah, I did. At the end of the season, what are your thoughts? I know we like Reggie Wayne always used to do, you know. This is a step big things, but this is just like he brought a Brinks truck. Yeah, full of I'm guessing fake money. Yeah. But this is just over the top. I, I, I hate like Jalen Ramsey. I kind of like it, but I don't like Jalen Ramsey, so I'm going to give it a thumbs down. I just I can't wait till T.Y. Hilton's nuts are all over Jalen Ramsey's face, so yes. that's what I'm excited for. I love that. Jalen Ramsey, though, he's definitely good. He's solid. He's a good player. He deserves to be paid by somebody, but he's he's acting like he's going to yeah. get a, a huge salary. We'll see. Right. We'll see. Luck I'd rather have Kenny Moore. Both times this week. I've always hated him. He always talks so much shit and saying Lux he's got a, he's, he's filled that mantle of just the asshole cornerback. Yeah. There's always got to be one. You went from Josh Norman to Revis to this guy. I mean, it's, it's always uh, this. Sherman. Sherman. Deion Sanders. I mean, I can't wait to see who's next. <laughs> Marcus Peters should be on that list, but yeah. he just can't. Like, he's just kind of more of an idiot. Yeah, it's okay. All right. Uh, Tennessee Titans offensive lineman Taylor Luan has been suspended four games to start the season after he failed a drug test for a banned supplement. Luan claims that he did not take the supplement knowingly and that he even passed a polygraph to support his testimony. I remember that time I ate like four hot dogs without knowingly doing it. Like, can you believe this, Shane? Yeah, I didn't know. I've seen Ocean's Eleven. You can fake a polygraph test. Yeah, so th- th- this is the thing. Taylor Luan. What's he doing? You think meth, probably? I'm thinking of like hard He hosts a podcast <laughs> called Bussin' with the Boys. <laughs> I'm thinking it could be like. I heard part of my take was calling him out. Yeah. He was. And, uh. 
because he said he, I think he had Vrabel, and he said that he'd give his penis away yes. for a, a, to win a Super right. Bowl, which is in itself. It's kind of cool. Yeah, you want your coach put his. If the Colts could win the next five Super Bowls, and I could be front row at all the Super Bowls, <laughs> starting in Miami, you're too fifty young. yard line, you're too young. No, yeah. five in a row. Don't let it. Five in a row, front row. I give up my have penis kid, and my balls. Have right a kid now. in those five years, then. No, I don't even want a kid. I'll just take oh. five Super Bowls. That's more important to me than a child. Okay, I'll just so if somebody could tag the Colts in this, let's make this happen. <laughs> five we'll Super Bowls, I'm sitting 50 yard. We have to win all five. This can't be four falls of Buffalo. I'm giving my dick and balls. So do you think players are knowingly taking these things and then just come up with BS? Cause some he, like, of them. So he posted on Listen. Twitter like a video and he started crying. Yeah, so like... First off, you're a left tackle, so don't be a sissy about this. But this is good for the Colts. Take your four-week vacation. Colts play the Titans in uh, the first four weeks. And guess what? Guess who plays in week one? Who? Miles Garrett. I feel like this will get reduced to two games because usually those drug ones do if it's a first offender. This is what I'm saying. I think Taylor one did it. I, I don't think he did it. I don't think he knew it was a banned substance. So, like, even in college, like, we'd have guys taking pre workouts that were popped because of just shit in there. Like, I'm not saying he, like, like, stuck something in his butt, like, trying to get stronger or anything crazy like that. But, dude, you're a pro athlete. You've got to know what you're putting in your body. He was like, shooting up heroin in the streets of Nashville, let's be honest. I love that. That's what he was I doing. I love that take. And that's, yeah. So he deserves four games. I, I couldn't agree more. Yes. All right, last one I got here. Hard Knocks returns to HBO on August 6th love Hard this Knocks. year, featuring the Oakland Raiders. Are you planning on watching this? So, what are you most looking forward to? I'm definitely planning on. Watching. Oh yeah, I mean, I, awesome. I've watched every Hard Knocks the past like five yeah. seasons. Yeah. There's always the underdog. There's always like the guy that gets paid before training camp starts yeah. that everyone's excited about. Uh, you get to see all the behind the scenes, all the curse words. It's just, it's just it's real. Awesome. It really and, makes your heart feel good. And it's, and I've never had the team I care about be on it. So the Browns last year must have been it, really exciting. It was real tough to but watch. But I think so. The criteria is you have to miss the playoffs the year before. You can't. You have to. You have to miss the playoffs. And if you do it, you're crossed off a list, right? And they have to do everyone. You know, oh, no, you can say no, and everyone wants to say no. Okay. Also, you can't have a new head coach. Okay. And then. Um, it might have to do with like training camp facilities yeah. or something, but like. So this year's the Oakland. When's the first episode? August sixth. August sixth. So like so they're awesome. Like they're awesome. Oh, I yeah. love it because they don't focus on the big name guys. They don't focus on them. Like you they'll try to do a little bit, unless you're like JJ Watt and you're like doing stuff on. Purpose. So yeah, here are the rules. Um, you can be excluded if you have a first year head coach, if you have a playoff berth in the past two seasons. And if you have appeared on Hard Knocks in the past two oh, okay. years, okay, okay, cool. So I knew there was a, you couldn't be on it in like the same right. amount of years, but that's gonna be fun. And there's another one that they did for the Arizona Cardinals on Amazon. I don't know if you ever watched that one. It was kind of similar, a little bit different. I heard it was good. I'd okay. never watched it. Interesting. But... It didn't work out well for the Cardinals last year. No, definitely not. So, okay, is that all we got? You guys got anything else? Nope. I'm just looking uh, at Tim Duncan's joining the Spurs. Jason, congrats, McIntyre. Timmy. Uh, the Mac and meter. So where are we at on the Mac and meter? We're always we're at a five. five. Right now he's saying he's going on Twitter rants about paying uh, Andy Dalton or he was pro. He rather Andy he, he would he's trying to get under Cowboys fans' skin so he knows how to attract people right now because there's a lot of Cowboys fans. He's saying he would rather pay Andy Dalton or Marcus Mariota twenty million in a year than pay Dak Prescott thirty million a year. I don't hate it, but I feel like their age is what kind of. I would, it, but I would rather pay Duke Prescott. <laughs> 
I got a guy. I got a friend that's a huge Dallas fan, and I, I I've just been going up to him lately, and I've been, man, are you excited for max contract Dak? Yeah. And there's no max contracts, right. but I, you just know Jerry Jones is going right. to give him whatever he's going he back. wants. He's going to he's probably going to call Jalen Ramsey and get that breach. Do you guys remember back. this specifically when they came into Lucas Oil last year and scored zero points? I, I always bring that up. I don't. Well, it's Thunder Dan, so I love getting under Thunder, Thunder Dan. Dan. Of course, he's yeah. a Cowboy, huge man. Cowboys he guy. Be, I bet he likes Notre Dame too, doesn't he? He does. He goes to a lot of Notre Dame Jesus games. Does he like uh, IU basketball? Uh, he's pretty indifferent about basketball. He loves uh, the Pacers, but uh, he's North Carolina basketball actually. Uh, so Thunder okay. Dan, if you're listening, I wish it would have been Duke, but shout, it's worse than IU. Shout out Dan. Thunder Dan. Yes. Um, Tonto, jump on it. First football episode there. What do you guys think? I think it was good. Um, are we on? Okay. I'm finding a good. Uh, I wanted song the. the I wanted the song I keep singing over and over. Which one? I just want to feel your. Oh. I think that could be a good way to end it. Anyways, I loved it. It was pretty cool, and I'm just, um, just watching. I think we need to do an award. Oh, show it's the outfield. It's the outfield. Yes. Yeah, I think so as well. So, I think we're about ready to start playing some music and getting the heck out of here. Yeah, eventually, if yeah. it ever plays. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening to episode 50 of the Born Ready to Pod podcast. I think just let this go. What's that? Uh, the guy we were talking about, Jakir. I- Yes. Jakar Samson. Jakar Samson. Shout out Jakar Samson. The Tyler Hansborough episode. Shout out SpongeBob Samson. You guys have a good night. Love you guys.